Hey guys, and welcome back to Doses of Jesus Podcast with your girl, the Seisha Monet. Please be sure to subscribe to my podcast, y'all. And if you're streaming this from my YouTube channel, be sure to like, share, subscribe, and hit that bell notification so you can know when your girl uploads. Before we get into it, though, and before we pray, your girl just turned 25 last weekend. I turned 25 on March 31st. Okay. March babies do it the best. Um, I'm very excited. 25 is different. I like it already. It, it, it feels like, I don't know. We're we, we going to talk about that. Hold up. Let's, let's pray first. Y'all bow your heads. Close your eyes. Y'all know the drill. Heavenly Father, we welcome you. As always, there is no us without you. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving me the words, using my mouth as your mouthpiece and just getting the glory throughout this whole entire podcast. God, I thank you, Lord God, for opening up the ears to our, and open up the, our hearts, open up our minds, giving us the confirmation, illumination, comprehension and revelation that we need, Lord God, especially in this season and most definitely at this very hour, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for opening up the eyes of our understanding. I thank you, Lord God, for letting us receive all, Lord God, that you are using me to say. I thank you, Lord God, that this word is not just for them, but it's also for me. Amen. And I just thank you, Lord God, for removing all distractions, removing all disturbances, and removing anything that will stop me from delivering this word and will stop them from hearing it, God. I thank you, Lord God, for keeping us on a straight and narrow path with you. And God, just give the glory as always. Holy Spirit, activate for real, for real. Get the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. You already know. Let's get into it. All right. So as I was telling y'all, your girl turned 25 last weekend. Well, weekend that just passed, right? Let me tell y'all something. God, okay? 25. I don't know if y'all know this. I don't think y'all know this about me. But if, or if you know me for real, you know this. But if you don't know me for real, I'm about to tell y'all something about me. I love numbers, right? And I'm not one of them people that's like, Oh, my! y'all already know that. I don't even have to say that. I don't, I'm not even about to even touch on that because y'all know that already. But when it comes to numbers, I'm real intentional because I believe that God speaks to us in different ways. Okay. I believe that God speaks to us through numbers as well. And so 25, I was like, mm, two plus five is seven. Mm, seven is the number of completion. Mm, completion. Anytime something is complete, that means something new is about to begin. I say, okay, God, I hear you. So I'm super excited because I'm just like, all right. What better way to end off my birthday weekend? Well, it's Monday today, but what better way to end off my birthday weekend than to do a podcast? My very first podcast as a 25-year-old woman, okay? I was talking to somebody um yesterday, and I was like, you know, I'm seasoned, but I ain't all, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm seasoned, but I ain't, you know, I'm 25. Like, I'm grown, but like, compared to like a 50-year-old woman, as far as being grown, honestly, hold up. Age don't make you grown. Wisdom does, so... If we talk about wisdom, I thank God that I'm season season. But you know, yeah, you know what? From now on, when I tell somebody and they tell me like, and when I talk to somebody and they say, oh, you young, I'm going to say, baby, I'm seasoned in the Lord. <laughs> I like that. I like that. But being youthful, I mean, Jesus is the fountain of youth. So yes, I am youthful, you know, but I'm a seasoned youth. Okay. Amen, somebody. So today's um word, honestly, God gave me this. On February 4th at 7.19 a.m. Okay, I was up early. God had me up early. That's early to me. I don't know. Somebody else might think that's late, but that's pretty early to me. Um, And he gave me the title, His Word is Our Daily Dose. Actually, the title before that was not this. I 
had tried to title it myself, but it wasn't hitting, right? So last night, actually, God gave me the title, His Word is Our Daily Dose. And when I tell you that's the truth, I mean, I know we know that we need God's Word, but when I tell you, like, yesterday, it wasn't until yesterday. Now, God gave me this word on February 4th, 7, 19 a.m., but it wasn't until yesterday that He gave me two powerful nuggets and I had to share it with y'all because I'm like God that's why you didn't let me film my podcast earlier in the week because I honestly wanted to upload this podcast yesterday oh what was it yesterday yes yesterday but it wasn't time you know and so today is the appointed time to record and the appointed time to get this out to y'all so yesterday God gave me two nuggets first nugget God gave me was he told me you cannot control which way the wind blows but you can control what you wear during a windstorm. And I am the weatherman. I was like, wow. Okay, God. I like that with the bars. Okay, because when you think about it, though, like real talk, all just aside, you go outside, I can't say, okay, wind blow to the left and the wind going to listen to me. The wind has to listen to God. God is the controller of the wind, right? But God has given me control to say okay i'm going to go outside on a windy day in shorts or i'm gonna go outside on a windy in a, on a windy day in sweatpants or jeans or tights i have full control over that so what god was trying to reveal to me was that let's say like you know you may not be able to control every circumstance or every challenge that comes your way but guess what you can control how you respond. You can sit up here and respond like the world and trip and fall and, and pout and waste time. Or you can respond the way I want you to respond. That's the way my word tells you to respond. You can turn to my word. You can turn to me and ask me, Holy Spirit, give me the wisdom to know how to handle this. Give me the, the divine strategy, the divine instruction. You know what I mean? And that's why earlier, I remember they had a TikTok and they used to be like, Holy Spirit, activate Holy Spirit activate. But in real life, I've been I've been saying that like Holy Spirit activate. <laughs> like in moments when I feel like, okay, God, I don't know what's going on. I need your help. I'm like, Holy Spirit, activate for real. And you better believe you call on him, he will answer. And so I don't know who else needed to hear that, but I've just got to the point in my life where I could finally, by God's grace, say, okay, Holy Spirit, what you want to do? <laughs> what you want to do, God? Like, what you want to do with this? Because you know what? Honestly, I could waste time. I could waste energy and fuss and pout and do all of that, waste all this energy that I could be giving to my podcast. I could be giving to my baby. I could be giving to family and people that care about me. Or I could sit here and just let you be God. <laughs> I got two choices. I could trip. Oh, I could chill. And I love how Maverick says in um Firm Foundation, Chandler Moore was saying, I could chill on your word. And that's so relevant to today's topic because God really makes it so easy for us to really chill on his word. His word is plain. Like it's so easy to read. It's right there in front of us. You got so many different versions that you can read to make it more and more plain to you. And he gave me also, he gave me this in the shower. Let me tell you something. God, like, I, I, I believe that God likes to speak around water a lot too. I've noticed like if I'm washing dishes or, um, taking a shower, things like that. That's when it's like, God be giving me like some fire revelation. Right? So he gave me in the shower. He told me the Bible has 66 remedies. I said, hmm, okay. 
66 books of the Bible. Jesus literally went through all that he went through, not because he had to, but because like my, like my pastor spoke on yesterday, he said that Jesus paid a price, a debt that he don't even owe. If anything, we owe the debt, <laughs> but we don't have to owe it anymore because when Jesus died on that cross, he wrote in red, paid in full for us. When he said it is finished, that translates to paid in full. There's literally nothing. I mean, I don't literally translate to that, but we can translate that, you know, in our modern way of speaking, paid in full. When he said it is finished, you don't have to worry about paying anything. You don't have to worry about going through what Jesus went through on that cross because he died and shed that blood and let them chastise his body for us that we will not have to pay a debt because that's a debt we could never pay. Let's be real. And God honestly could have said, you know what, nah, I think you deserve to go through that because you're going to sin and you're going to mess up too many times anyway. So I'm going to just let you go through it. But the beautiful thing about God is there's no such thing as messing up too many times. There's no such thing as, oh, your sin is too big. No, it's like God said, you know what? I know you're going to mess up a lot. I know you're going to sin a lot. So you know what? I'm going to send my perfect son to die on a cross. I'm going to send him as a human, as flesh to die on a cross just so you will never have to. Oh my God. So when he said the 66 remedies, I'm like, God, like that's deep because there's nothing we can go through on this earth that Jesus did not go through first, number one. And there's nothing we can go through here on earth that the Bible does not have a cure for or that the Bible does not have a solution for or that the Bible does not have some type of remedy for you are of your depressed. The Bible can the Bible can talk to you about how to get that joy. We get joy from God. Number one, he is our source of joy. He is he gives us joy unspeakable. He says in his word that if you keep your mind, if I keep my mind stayed on you, God, you promise me peace, perfect peace. But only if you keep your mind on God, not if you keep your mind on that boy that hurt you or that girl that hurt you or that job that's not paying you enough. No, if you say, you know what, God, you said, if I keep my mind on you, you would give me perfect peace. So let me keep my mind stay on you. So one day I was listening to uh, Pastor Priscilla, right? And she's amazing. So if y'all ever get, to, if y'all have some time to go listen to her, make sure you listen to her. She was saying like, the devil's biggest fear is that we find out what well, she didn't say it just like this, but I'm gonna say it like this. I forgot how she said it, but I'm gonna say it my way. She basically was saying like the devil's biggest fear is that we find out our power in God, really. Like he's afraid that we find out how to use the word correctly. He's afraid that we realize that the Bible is really our greatest weapon. Literally our greatest weapon that we could ever use, right? 66 books in the Bible. That's 66 swords. 66 everything you need to fight is in the word of God. When the enemy tries to whisper in your ear telling you, you know, oh, you don't have enough money to make that vision work. You remind him of Philippians 4 and 19. That guess what? My God will supply my every need according to his riches and glory. Through Christ Jesus, you remind him, you have to let the devil know, hey, you saying X, Y, Z, but my God already promised me the whole alphabet. So your three little letters cannot match to my God's 66 books in his Bible because he had already put me on game that you already, you going to try and throw me off guard because you, you prowl around like a lion trying to see who you can devour. And I love how Jerry Flowers said that. Notice how the devil prowls around like a lion. 
He tries to be like the Lion of Judah, but he cannot. He can't imitate. What we always say, often duplicated, I mean, often imitated, but never, never duplicated. The devil can try his hardest to imitate God and try and send counterfeits. That's why he sends counterfeits before the real thing comes. Because of the simple fact that I remember my old pastor used to say that all the time. She said, the counterfeit comes before the real thing. And that's so true because of the simple fact that the devil's plot and plan is to always blind us to what really is. So if you believe in God for a husband, he's going to send all these different people that, well, let's say you believe in God for a kingdom man. He's going to send all these people that, oh, know the Bible, know the word. But there's also toe up as a, as a, as a person, a kingdom wife, not just men, but that's toe up from the inside. That's narcissist or that's manipulative. You know what I'm saying? Um, and have you thinking like, oh, no, I could work with this person. And whole time, that's a whole plot from the devil to distract you from getting everything that God has for you, which is why God reminded me that his word is our daily dose. Just like we're supposed, when you're pregnant, when I was pregnant with my baby, the doctors reminded me, my doctor reminded me how important it was to take my prenatal because the prenatal is giving your baby the vitamins that they need that your body can't produce on its own while they're still a fetus, right? Same thing with God's word. His word is our vitamin that the world, mm, that the world cannot give us. And just like his word says, God gives us a peace that the world did not give us. So the world cannot take it away from us. But that's why it's so important. My mama always tell me, she always tell me, remind me of the scripture, study to make yourself approved because I could easily tell you, oh yeah, Jeremiah 29, 11 says this, but you don't need to go off of what I told you. You need to go back and study for yourself always. And I can speak for myself honestly when I say this because y'all know anytime God give me a podcast type a podcast topic is always first of all I point the finger at myself first you know what I'm saying I can't sit up here and preach to y'all about oh you need to do this without first dealing with self first you know what I'm saying that's why I realized why He waited for me to do certain topics like God gave me so many topics but you know I thought I was going to record this one at that time and that one at that time but it's like nah God was like nope. You just wait, give it one more day and you're going to see why I told you to wait. And I can speak for myself. Like I'm telling you, like getting into your word and praying and fasting for real, that right there is a triple threat in his own because that the devil, I mean, that's why he gets so upset and he trying to send all these things our way because he sees like, dang, if she gets to that point or he gets to that point where he really serious or she's really serious about God, I don't stand a chance. So let me send these different things away. Let me send her or uh, send him a significant other that's carnal that's going to distract her because as long or uh, distract him because as long as they're distracted, if I can get them distracted for real, for real and get them caught up with these strongholds, oh, they're going to have to go through all this warfare. But he forgets that with warfare, if you handle warfare the right way and you handling this spiritual warfare with the Lord and you handling this with the word, a lot of people, when they go through warfare, turn to worldly things. They turn to drinking and alcohol. They turn to smoking. They turn to sex. They turn to pornography, things like that to try and subside the pain. But when you're going through that spiritual warfare and you know, okay, let me turn to God. I can speak for myself. Postpartum. Oh my God. Let's talk about it. Postpartum for me. The first couple, like first couple months was hard, like from birth, from the birth of my daughter up until like maybe Christmas was hell. You hear me? 
And it was nothing but the, like, I understand now why I went through what I went through because God was letting me go through those spiritual labor pains because he knew he was about to birth doses of Jesus through me and that I would be able to speak on all of that and how I turned to God for my, from my, I turned to the remedy of the, of the, the word of God. I got my daily dose from God because let me tell you something, postpartum is serious and people don't understand that like the worst thing you can do is. I feel like beat a person down when they just had a baby. Let me tell y'all because postpartum is the most vulnerable time in a woman's life. I feel like that's the most vulnerable time I've ever had in my entire life, right? And it was rough. It was so rough. And I felt like I was drowning. And then one day I was just like, God, look, like this too much for me. I need you. You got to help me. For real, for real. And I got real, like, I've always been, like, sold out for God, like, hardcore for him. Because I love him by his grace. By his grace, I've always been sold out for him. But a lot of times in life, different things come up in our lives. And a lot of times it could distract us from him. And I did. I was one of those people. I got distracted. And I was giving God, like, the bare minimum. I was like, okay, God, I'm going to pray. I'm going to read a little scripture, whatever, whatever. But I was giving all my attention to other things, right? And then it got to that point where it's like I felt like God was like, okay, cool. You want you want to play that game? All right, well let's do it then. And God got me to that point where it's like I had only Him to pull me out. Literally, I needed all I could depend on was Him. There was nothing else on this earth that could get me out of that rut but Him. And when He got me out, I told God, and I could say it publicly because I let Him know, God, you take God, you you help me with this. You get all the glory. You get me out of this rut. You get all the glory. I mean, I have said it word for word verbatim like that, but I know I told him, God, you you help me and you get me out of this. You gonna get all the glory, seriously. And that's what he. That's what I've been doing since then. My baby is nine months old now. So, from honestly, it was before I honestly had gave birth to her. I'm gonna say that I was going through y'all spiritual warfare from you could say January of. 2022 up until December of 2022. So that's a whole year, almost a year and a half. I was going, no, like a year. We're going to say a whole year. I went through spiritual warfare back to back, back to back, back to back. Then had my baby spiritual warfare back to back. So you're dealing with postpartum plus the spiritual warfare I was already going through all of that. So it got to that point where I felt like the world was literally on my shoulders and all I had was God and his word. And I was like, God, I need you for real. And you get me out of this. I ain't going. <laughs> you get me out of this, right? The same stuff that put me in this, right? You ain't got a word about me going back. I ain't. You ain't got a word about it. You got me. You get me out of this, God. You got me full force. You got me. And when you tell God that, he hold you to it. But the beautiful thing about God is that he'll hold you to it. But he'll help you get through it. So not only did God hold me to my promise that I gave to him and that vow I gave to him, but he gave me different in kingdom influences in my life. He gave me a wonderful church home, healing place. I go to healing. I go to the uh, Highland campus, by the way. Y'all should come, you know, visit one Sunday. <laughs> no, real talk though. We got nine and 11 o'clock. Um, but he gave me, oh my God, a wonderful mom, my baby. Oh, I love her. my friends, my tribe. You know what I mean? Um, he gave me, oh my God, he gave me Jerry Flowers. I love me some Jerry Flowers, girl. I love watching his, um, 
his sermons. And I say girl a lot, but I mean, I know I have men who watch my podcast too. So, you know, no offense, but seriously, like he put so many different things in my midst because he knew that, okay, she's serious this time. He knew that I wasn't playing no games. Like this wasn't no joke. I'm serious this time. Like, God, you got me. You got me out. You got my attention for real. And so that's why I'm able to let y'all know, like, the importance of God's word. Like, it's real life, our daily dose. And if I didn't have God and his word as my daily dose, y'all, I wouldn't be here right now. Y'all wouldn't even know a Doses of Jesus podcast with DC Shimone because there would be none because I would have been gone. Because let me tell you something, without God... All of us, would, let's be real, without God, we would all be gone. And I'm not too proud to say, I feel like what is a testimony without me telling you what I went through? If I sat up here and just preaching to y'all and y'all thinking, oh, wow, Sasha just must be just had such a oh easy way and she just, no, like I went through stuff too. A lot of stuff that could have taken me out. But God was like, nah, we ain't doing that. I got too much for you to do. And that goes back to his word. Every morning you wake up, you speak and you declare, I shall live and not die a premature death. And I shall declare the works of my God that he has for me. I am sure that my God will continue what he, what he started in me until it is complete. When Jesus Christ comes, when Jesus Christ returns, you speak that and you remind you, you giving God, God loves when we give him his word back. Let me tell y'all something. I learned this through Jerry Flowers. God used Jerry Flowers to, um, to teach me this. God, well, he said, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, they have love languages too. Okay. Physical touch. Though we can't physically touch God, like literally touch him. Notice when you're in his presence, how you feel the hairs on your arm stand up, or you feel like you just feel a, a thickness around you like this, 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 this beautiful. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but you feel his presence, right? You can feel his presence. That's physical touch. That's him touching us. We may not be able to literally rub him, but he can rub us. He can hold us, right? Physical touch. Words of affirmation, when we remind, when we give God his word back and we say, God, you said in your word that you would do this. I, I like to think about it like this. With men, I've noticed like when you are a real man and you, you, when, you when they say they're going to do something and you give them that back, like you tell them, like, don't forget, I remember, then you said you was going to do that. A lot of men, they feed off of that. Like, it, I don't know what to do with them, but they feed off of that. And it's like, yeah, you know what? I did tell you I was going to do that. And I'm going to stand on my word. And especially because you didn't bro, gave me my word back to me. Oh, I got to make it happen. That's how God is. He's like, oh, you give me my word back. I like that. Okay, now nah, I really got to show off. I really got to show off. Now, nah, for real. Words of affirmation. What's the next one, y'all? Gifts. Receiving gifts. I believe that, um, shoot, wait, I said it last night, God had me say it in the order last night. I said it a little differently from Jerry Flowers. Was it receiving gifts? No, no. Acts of service. When we, you, when we, when we give to others and we're, we're, we're serving the community, we're serving in church and we're just serving God's people, right? Just being a servant, right? Um, what's the other one? Oh, also being a disciple of God, discipleship, just, uh, I feel like all of that goes with serving, right? We, we, we're serving to represent the kingdom of God. That's, um, acts of service. Well, what's the other one? That's a shame. Oh, now I go back to this gift giving, giving, receiving gifts, 
receiving gifts and then oh quality time yes okay so quality time of course spending time with god reading your word praying meditating fasting things like that that's quality time with god and then of course receiving gifts when we use our gift to the glory of him is like we're giving our gift back to him right so everything god gives us we give back to him First of all, you give back to him. When I had my baby, I told God, I said, God, I give her back to you because she your child first. That was That's God's love language. He loved when we give it back to him. And then how I love my baby and care for my baby is also a gift back to God because I'm showing him that I don't take the gift that you gave me to play with. This is serious, God, and I'm doing it for your glory. So when we do things for God's glory, it's like giving him his gift back. And when Jerry Flowers told me that, that, that blessed my mind because I was just like, wow, God, you so romantic. <laughs> like, you such a lover. God is such a lover. And that makes sense why people like myself, we're such lovers. I don't call myself a hopeless romantic. Nah, I'm a hopeful romantic. Like, I just love love. You know what I'm saying? So that's just me. But um, I do have some scriptures for y'all because y'all know I love a good scripture. But I pray that this, this podcast really blessed y'all, man, the way it blessed me. This really blessed me. And it was just a reminder of the importance of God's word. You know what I mean? Um, his word is our daily dose, y'all. We need it. So make sure you prioritize that time. God only asks us for two hours and 40 minutes of our time every day. Out of 24 hours, he asks us for 10% of that. God could have been like, man, I want half. Matter of fact, I want 90%. God said, look, all I need is 10%. I just want to talk to you. I want to spend time with you. Think about that. Think about if you're in a relationship and your old man or your old lady always like, oh my God. I'm busy. And you're like, man, I just want to spend time with you. Eventually, you just start feeling like, man, like, I just want to spend time. How you think God feel like, hey, you know, I'm up here. You saying you lonely. You saying you need somebody to talk to. But here I am. Like, I'm going to send you a person. Or I'm going to send you a friend. But I want you to have that with me first. I want to be your first best friend. I want to be your first love. You know what I mean? So, yeah, child. Let me give you any scriptures. Because <laughs> y'all know I could talk all day. But, um. I have actually, this is one, two, three, four, five, six, child. We got six scriptures. The first scripture is Colossians 3 and 16. We're going to hit up the NLT version right here. And we're going to read it. 3 and 16, I said. Yes. Oh, no, I'm sorry, y'all. We're going to hit up the easy read version, all right? So 3 and 16 says, and I quote, let Christ's message always be in your thoughts with all the good things that it brings. Use that message to teach and to warn each other. Be very wise as you do that. And also sing all kinds of spiritual songs to praise God. Sing songs and Christian songs. As you sing, thank God from inside yourself. So God, this is a reminder that guess what? Keep Meditate on God's word. Keep that word in your mind. Whether it's, it don't have to be the whole Bible clearly, but have you some scriptures that you stand on that you can always re um, reference back to in times, and not just in times of challenge, but just on a good day. Like, God, you know, I love you so much. And I thank you that you said in your word that you know the plans you have for me. You know, I'm so happy you know the plans you have for me and my child and my household and my friends and my family and my church family. Like, thank you, God. Like, I appreciate that, that you you don't want us to go through harm. You want us to have hope in the future. Thank you. You know what I mean? It don't always have to be God. I'm in need. Help me. No, like, just, it could just be time to just thank God. It also says to 
also teach and warn each other in it, but it also tells you to be wise as you do that. And I feel like, um, Pastor Marla at my church, we talked about in women's Bible study about people who are abusers and who are avoiders, right? Of the word. And we talked about revelation, but we could talk about it with the word in general that, you know, do you have people who abuse the word? It's like, not abuse the word, but abuse people with the word. Like, wipe your tears. The Bible says it's like, don't be that person. Still have compassion for people and come to them on a human level and then give them that compassion as a human. Like, give me a hug. Are you okay? And then you give them that, that spiritual hug of, hey, can I pray for you? Is there anything I can do? do is there anything I can pray for for you? If you don't want us to pray right here, right now, I can pray for you in my leisure time. Everybody's not comfortable with just, oh, let me pray for you. No, sometimes they're like, nah, you know, pray for me on your own time type thing. And that's okay too. But that's why it says be very wise when doing that. Don't punch people with the word, you know, like, Give them, give them the word, give them truth because the, the Bible is a two-edged sword. It's like a two-edged sword. Like my mama taught, told me the other day. And well, she taught me that. And I, well, I knew the word said that, but she gave me a good analogy. Like it both cuts and it heals. And I was like, dang, my, that's good. You know? So yeah, just be wise when you giving people the word because everybody, some people are very vulnerable. A lot of people deal with church hurt. So you have to be careful how you present it and you don't want to be the reason why somebody turns away from God. All right. So now we're turning to Matthew four and four easy reversion still, but Jesus replied, no, the Bible says that food alone cannot cause people to live. They need to hear every word that God speaks. That is what gives them true life. God is saying that food and drink and things of this world will not help you survive. Yeah. You might be full Tummy wise, but guess what? You still going to be empty in your soul if you don't have the word to fill you up spiritually. If you spiritually dead and spiritually empty, you just empty because I don't care how much love you got around you or how much you, you ever heard about, about a person that's like, I'm in a room when they say they're in a room full of people, but they still feel alone. A lot of times that comes from being spiritually empty. You got to keep refilling yourself every day with the word. You can't just read your word today and then be like, all right, it's cool. No, you got to continue, 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 continue to refill yourself every day. Just like you refill that car, or like you refill your coffee every day. You refill your coffee pot. You got to refill yourself every day with the word. I just want to read it one more time because I love this. God, Jesus literally says, no, the Bible says that food alone cannot cause people to live. They need to hear every word that God speaks. That is what gives them true life, true life, true, 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 true life. Okay. And then the funny thing about it is Jesus was talking to the devil because the devil was trying to tempt Jesus. This was when Jesus was fasting for those Friday days and Friday nights and the devil came try and, you know, tempt Jesus. But he already defeated Jesus defeated him. Right. But imagine Jesus didn't have the U version. <laughs> he didn't have the Bible out. Jesus had the word inside of him so that when temptation came, he was able to quickly use that remedy to say, you know what? Hold up. You're trying to play with me, but my God, let me know already in his word, the Bible says that that food alone will not give me true life. Only the word that God speaks can give me true life, man. Jesus Christ. Whew, all right. Marinate on that. Let's move on to Psalm 119. Well, I had 105 and then one of Let's go to Psalm 119 and 11. We're going to hit up the, mm, 
we could do an easy read version. If we do easy read, I like easy. Some some things I like the easy read. Some things I um some scriptures I like the easy read. Some scriptures I like um NLT. I sometimes let me tell y'all. I told y'all last time. Sometimes I hit up that uh, New King James. Me and New King James, you know, we we became acquaintances and stuff. <laughs> but I ain't lying. The easy read and the NLT. That's the homie. Okay, so let's go down to. 105 all the way down and then we come right back up to 11. So 105 says, your word is like a lamp that shines as my guide. It shows me the right way to live. Again, the 66 remedies, man. There's nothing you can go through in life that the Bible does not have a cure for, instructions for, strategies for, our answers for our solutions for man it's, it's it's in there and now let's go up to 111 i mean i'm sorry 11 and it says i always keep your message in my mind so that i do not do anything bad against you you know what i'm saying as long as you keep god's word in your mind and your heart you you can't like literally as you if you follow god's word you can't go wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're not perfect. So, of course, every single thing we do in life, we don't always do exactly what the word says. But as long as we try, God is a God that as long as he see you are trying, clearly, that's why Jesus died for us. He knew we would never be perfect. He said, as long as I see you trying, that's all I need to see. I need to see you trying, like for real trying. Like you really, 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 really putting forth the effort to do right. All right, y'all, two more. We got 2 Timothy 3. 16 and 17. We're gonna keep it rolling in the um easy read for this one too. Second Timothy chapter three. Oh, I pass it up. Three and sixteen. There's seventeen. I thought I highlighted them, y'all, so I could have just went to them. That's okay. Everything that is written in the Bible comes from God's spirit. So it's the truth. God can't lie. I'm saying that y'all like, but Everything the Bible says, everything that is written in the Bible comes from God's spirit. And I'm telling y'all, God can't lie because that's the truth. It helps us in many ways. The Bible teaches us what is true. It warns us when we are doing wrong things and it shows us what is right. It teaches us how to live good lives. And as a result, people who want to serve God can know how to properly live. They will be people who are ready to do all kinds of good things. Just like what I just said, God just wants to see that we are actually trying and that we're actually really diligently and persistently trying to really live for him and follow the word as much as possible. That's why he gives us grace and, and mercy because he's like, I see you trying. I understand. That's why I gave y'all, I, I let my son die for y'all because I knew y'all wasn't going to be perfect. I knew y'all wasn't going to get it right every time. I knew y'all was going to slip, and slip, you know, many days. So that's why I sent my son so that you would not have to go through that, you know? So shout out to God, man. All right, homies. Last scripture of the day that we're going to do on the pod is Deuteronomy 8 and 3. Girl, we in the NLT. What you say? Deuteronomy 8 and 3. NLT. Oh, I actually had this one highlighted for you. <laughs> yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry and then feeding you with manna, a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. He's saying it again. He had Jesus to tell that to the defeated devil, right? Here we go again. 
He's repeating it again. You do not live by bread alone. You cannot survive just by your everyday routine. You need the word of God to survive. You're not going to make it. And I'm telling you this from experience. You cannot survive this world. You cannot survive this world alone. You need God. You need his Holy Spirit. You need the blood of Jesus. You need the 66 books of the Bible. You need it. You need it, y'all. And I'm so passionate about it because I'm telling you what I've lived. I'm to this point now where it's like, ball, I don't even, I don't, I don't even want to look, look at no distraction. If a, a, a red flag, pink flag, burgundy flag, what that's called, light pink flag, a fuchsia flag, ah, I don't want none of it. <laughs> if it ain't green, <laughs> if it ain't a green flag, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want no part of it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like God, just, he just has to get me to this point. So, um, I pray that this just helps you. I think this is like my longest podcast I've done so far. I thought guard your heart was my longest so far, but now this one, this one is, I, I, I'm telling you child, look, Hey, look, shucks. <laughs> That's all I can say is shucks, man. Like, but we made it to the end y'all. Um, I need to my baby probably, my mom, my mama is watching Shy. Let me tell y'all, I know a lot of y'all be wondering, like, where is Shy when, when Sasha do this podcast, child? Shout out to Mama Shelly. That's what y'all can call her, Mama Shelly. For being my, 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 my PND, my partner, I mean, my PNP, my partner in podcast. Because <laughs> I'll be like, Mom, today is the day. I got to go, I got to go record. She holds Shala, Shala go to sleep, and we get to work. So, um, you know. We made it to the end of the pod. And today's pod, you know what, this week's podcast, y'all, I just want to challenge y'all to really dig deep into the word, right? I'm not going to say, oh, spend this much time. If this this is your first time reading the Bible, I want you to start at Psalms. Let's start at Psalms. Psalms, I feel like, is the best place to start when you are a beginner. People always want to start at Genesis. I say Psalms because Psalms is just, I just feel like that's such a... I don't know. Something about Psalms. Start at Psalms 23. There you go. Start at Psalms 23. But no, like all jokes aside, y'all, I really... Start wherever God is leading you. Don't listen to just me. Start wherever God is leading you. But on the real, I want this... I want our podcast practice this week to... I want... I want you to... Even if it's just a devotional um plan that they have on... um. On the version, the Bible app, you know, sometimes like a seven-day plan, a 21-day plan... Just do whatever um you see fits your spirit. Whatever the Holy Spirit is telling you to do, do it. But I really, really, really want y'all to dig deep into the word this week. And I really want you to just challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to give God his two hours and 40 minutes. Whether you break it up and you do 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes in the middle of the day and then an hour tonight. However you want to do it. Whether that's watching an hour long sermon and Study your notes after. Do whatever, whatever God is leading you to do. I just challenge y'all to just give God what's due to him. Because it's it's his time. Like, let's be, God gave us his time. This is not our time. This is God's time. And he's only asking for our two hours and 40 minutes back. So that's our podcast practice. I want y'all to just really dig deep in the words. Study these scriptures that I gave y'all. Because I'm going to study these too. I mean, I, 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 I. I know God gave them to me for my podcast, but I really want to study them even even deeper and see where see where it takes me, shucks. But I love y'all so much, and I just want to pray one more time um, for y'all before we get off. God, I thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this time. 
Thank you, God, for loving us so much that you always give us your word to warn us and to get us back in right standing with you. You warn us so, so, so gently, too. Like, you like, hey, my word says, make sure you do this. So make sure you do that. You don't, you don't make us get nailed to a cross because we mess up. But instead, you warn us through your word so that we can straighten up and tighten up and get right, God. Thank you for just loving us. Thank you for your love. Thank you for this time you've given us here on earth. However long it is, whenever Jesus, we don't know when Jesus Christ is coming back, but I thank you, God, that you've given us this time here on earth. And we're going to do, I thank you for leading us and guiding us and keeping us on a straight and narrow path with you and just helping us to do things your way. Because again, your word is our daily dose. So help us to dig deep and give us that hunger and thirst to want to dig deep into your word on a daily. And on those days, Lord God, because we're human on those days when we feel like, man, Highline is late. Quickly convict us because we're human. And then those, those days come where we're like, man, I ain't lying. I got home kind of late. Let us still, God, still give us what's due to you. I mean, let us give what's due to you, Father God, regardless of how, how we feel humanly. Because, God, our spirits are, are our spirits, Lord God, Jesus Christ, they, they need you. You are our lifeline. Literally, your word is our lifeline. Your word is our oxygen. We need it. Your word is our heart. You are our heart, God. And we love you, God. And we praise you. I just thank you, God, for just having your way. In Jesus' name, we pray. I love y'all so much. And I pray that y'all enjoy this. And that this blessed y'all like it blessed me. God bless y'all. We out. Until next time, though. <laughs>